episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Sixty-two years ago today, the film Vertigo premiered. There is a lot to love about this film. Alfred Hitchcock, James Stewart, Kim Novak, Edith Head, Saul Bass, San Francisco. When I was living in San Francisco, I used to set my walks places to include famous landmarks and or locations of famous films. I would walk by Scotty's apartment building whenever possible and it was fairly east to do because it is one block downhill on Lombard from the famous block. There's a wall in front of it now, but glimpses are still possible. This film is another one I first watched as a kid. It seemed intense then and maybe even a bit confusing, but watching it recently, it is so very beautifully stylish, but still disturbing. You have to watch this film. Title Vertigo. Directed by, Alfred Hitchcock. Produced by, Alfred Hitchcock. Screenplay by, Alec Koppel, Samuel Taylor. Based on, Entre les Mords by Pierre Boileau, Thomas Narsajak. Starring, James Stewart, Kim Novak, Barbara Bel Geddes, Tom Helmore, Henry Jones. Music by, Bernard Herman. Cinematography, Robert Burks. Edited by, George Tomasini. Production Company, Alfred J. Hitchcock Productions. Distributed by, Paramount Pictures. Release date, May 9, 1958. Running time, 128 minutes. Budget, $2.5 million. Box office, $7.3 million. After a rooftop chase, where his fear of heights and vertigo result in the death of a policeman, San Francisco detective John Scotty Ferguson retires. Scotty tries to conquer his fear, but his friend and ex-fiancé Midgewood says that another severe emotional shock may be the only cure. An acquaintance from college, Gavin Elster, asks Scotty to follow his wife, Madeline, claiming that she is in some sort of danger. Scotty reluctantly agrees, and follows Madeline to a florist where she buys a bouquet of flowers, to the Mission San Francisco de Assis and the grave of Juan Carlotta Valdez, 1831-1857, and to the Legion of Honor Art Museum where she gazes at the portrait of Carlotta. He watches her enter the McKittrick Hotel, but on investigation she does not seem to be there. A local historian explains that Carlotta Valdez committed suicide, she had been the mistress of a wealthy married man and bore his child, the otherwise childless man kept the child and cast Carlotta aside. Gavin reveals that Carlotta, who he fears is possessing Madeline, is Madeline's great-grandmother, although Madeline has no knowledge of this, and does not remember the places she has visited. Scotty tails Madeline to Fort Point and, when she leaps into the bay, he rescues her. The next day Scotty follows Madeline, they meet and spend the day together. They travel to Muir Woods and Cypress Point on 17-mile drive, where Madeline runs down towards the ocean. Scotty grabs her and they embrace. Madeline recounts a nightmare and Scotty identifies its setting as Mission San Juan Bautista, childhood home of Carlotta. He drives her there and they express their love for each other. Madeline suddenly runs into the church and up the bell tower. Scotty, halted on the steps by his acrophobia, sees Madeline plunge to her death. The death is declared a suicide. Gavin does not fault Scotty, but Scotty breaks down, becomes clinically depressed and is in a sanatorium, almost catatonic. After release, Scotty frequents the places that Madeline visited, often imagining that he sees her. One day, 
he notices a woman who reminds him of Madeline, despite her different appearance. Scotty follows her and she identifies herself as Judy Barton, from Selena, Kansas. A flashback reveals that Judy was the person Scotty knew as Madeline Elster, she was impersonating Gavin's wife as part of a murder plot. Judy drafts a letter to Scotty explaining her involvement, Gavin had deliberately taken advantage of Scotty's acrophobia to substitute his wife's freshly killed body in the apparent suicide jump. But Judy rips up the letter and continues the charade because she loves Scotty. They begin seeing each other, but Scotty remains obsessed with Madeline, and asks Judy to change her clothes and hair so that she resembles Madeline. After Judy complies, hoping that they may finally find happiness together, he notices her wearing the necklace portrayed in the painting of Carlotta, and realizes the truth, and that Judy had been Elster's mistress, before being cast aside just as Carlotta was. Scotty insists on driving Judy to the mission. There, he tells her he must reenact the event that led to his madness, admitting he now understands that Madeline and Judy are the same person. Scotty forces her up the bell tower and makes her admit her deceit. Scotty reaches the top, finally conquering his acrophobia. Judy confesses that Gavin paid her to impersonate a possessed Madeline, Gavin faked the suicide by throwing the body of his wife from the bell tower. Judy begs Scotty to forgive her because she loves him. He embraces her, but a shadowed figure rises from the trapdoor of the tower, startling Judy, who steps backward and falls to her death. Scotty, bereaved again, stands on the ledge, while the figure, a nun investigating the noise, rings the mission bell.